morning, saints. Morning, morning sinners. Morning. <laughs> no doubt, many of you have seen the many homeless men and women uh, on the Broward streets who either carry a backpack with all their life belongings included inside of it or pushing a grocery cart that is piled high with blankets and clothes and plastic and anything that could be used to help someone stay alive on the street. These folks, they move from place to place so as not to be caught for trespassing. Other times they will move to different locations simply because there are new passers-by that will give them something to eat. Now I want you to take a moment. Think in your mind of such a person that you have seen here in Fort Lauderdale, Broward. I know you've seen one. What do you think people say when they see him or her. How did you respond as they pushed the cart? What did you see in her, in him, as a human being? Did you feel pity? Perhaps you thought to yourself, well, you know, if they spent the same amount of time wandering the streets and looking for a job, then they wouldn't be in this predicament. And then again, maybe as you walk by him or her on the street and you get a whiff of their odor, you think, oh, God. They stink. Why can't they take a bath? And forgetting for the moment that they are homeless. And they can't. This morning, our text introduces to you and to me a man who was, in Jesus' day, looked upon as we may look upon those broken people on our streets. He had a disability which did not allow him to work. He had no sense of what he looked like, what others saw in him. He carried his earthly possessions with him for fears that they would be stolen if he left them in the care of somebody else. Turn in your Bible to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. And we will be reading verses 46 to 52. And let us hear the story of blind Bartimaeus. Now this section, as you're turning there, this section in the story of Mark's gospel uh, began all the way back in chapter 8, verse 22. And there we were first introduced to the first blind man that's uh, healed in Mark's gospel. That's the blind man in Bethsaida. And here in between, the blind man in Bethsaida who was healed and blind 
Bartimaeus, we have this series of teaching and series of events that highlight who Jesus is. What is his identity? What is Jesus' purpose? So, if you want to know Jesus' purpose, if you want to know his true identity, read from Mark chapter 8 to verse 56 in today's lesson. Jesus has made it pretty clear between these two bookended inclusio stories of blindness. He tells people what to expect of him. He pretty much just lays it all out there. Here I am. If you haven't figured it out by now, this is what I want you to know. Three times, three times in these few chapters in Mark, Jesus has told his disciples, the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected. Yes, Lord. <laughs> and be rejected by the scribes, the chief priests, as well as be killed and on the third day rise again. How's that for timing? <laughs> now as he was giving his pronouncements of what's going to happen to him, telling the people what his identity was, <laughs> well, the first time he reveals his identity to his disciples, he gets rebuked by Peter. The second time he tells of his identity of, of the Son of Man must suffer and be turned over and killed, um, the disciples begin to immediately talk about who is the greatest. And then the third time that Jesus reveals his identity that I have to suffer, I have to die, but will rise again. The Zebedee brothers are walking behind him talking about who's going to be the right-hand guy on Jesus' side when he comes and kicks out Caesar. They didn't get it. In each and every instance, those who could plainly see, plainly hear, plainly experience what Jesus has done were clueless as to who Jesus was. As New Testament scholar Andrew K. Adam writes, he says, Mark deploys these two healing stories of blind men to underline the contrast between the outsiders who see Jesus and the insiders who remain blind to his true identity. And that brings us to our text. Listen for the word of the Lord. They came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now many 
sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still, and he said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he's calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and he came to Jesus. And then Jesus said to him, and you've heard this line before, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, My teacher, Rabboni, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go. Your faith has made you well, literally saved you, has made you whole. And immediately he regained his sight, and he followed Jesus on the way. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Oh, this story is rich with so many subtleties. One of the things I encourage students or you as you read your Bible, when you come across a name of a town or a village or a geographical location, I want us to stop and look at that. I would encourage you to do that in your Bible study. Why? Because the author had a reason for putting that place in the story. An author doesn't just waste words. And so, we read in our story today the very first word, they came to Jericho. You and I may be thinking, well, so what? We went to Jericho. But we are listening to that as a 21st century person. Imagine what a first century Jew would have heard when they hear the word Jericho. What comes to mind? You would remember as a good Jew that Jericho was the very first city that Israelites came to as they entered into the promised land after Moses died. They crossed the Jordan River, boom, they went to Jericho. It was their first military triumph as they began to live in a new phase of their life in their relationship with the Lord. As they wandered with Moses, they were tribes of Hebrews. Once they crossed the Jordan and went to Jericho, they had become Israel. They were a people. Now, who led the Israelites across the Jordan River to capture the city of Jericho. Joshua. And who is leading the people in Jericho up to Jerusalem today in our story? Jesus. Whose name in Hebrew is Joshua. Mark is trying to get our attention. Mark is trying to get you and I to wake up and pay attention. Now, can you and I make out what is going on in the story? Can we look at what happened with, with Joshua and the Israelites crossing the river? Can we see the, rep, the salvation that Jesus is bringing as he is in Jericho going up to Jerusalem? Do we see it any better than those accompanying Jesus several centuries ago. 
The disciples have been traveling with Jesus, oh, let's just say three years or so, and we wonder, we wonder if they have become so overly familiar with Jesus that the sheen has worn off a little bit. You know, when you first meet somebody, you're odd, but after a while, yeah, just a regular person. Like when I got married, oh, Kelly. Then, then after a while, oh, Kelly, it's you. And she looks at me, yeah, it's just you. Time has a way of changing relationships. Now, the key is, have they, the disciples, become so familiar with Jesus that they can't see what's going on right in front of them? Can they, have they taken for granted Jesus' presence, all that he has done, all that he has said, all that they've experienced? Did the disciples get the point of Jesus' identity? Oh, Jesus, he says that stuff all the time. Maybe they would have said to somebody, well, you know, you ought to see what Jesus can do with a little water, a few fish, and a piece of bread. We've seen him do all kinds of wonderful stuff. Have they gotten too complacent? Or did they, like the blind man in Mark's story, see his identity? You see, blind Bartimaeus shows us, reminds us of what it means to really see and learn Jesus' identity. Now, many of us, we have all followed Jesus, many of us for many, many years, and our lesson today is a wonderful reminder to each of us to ask ourselves whether or not we have become a tad bit too familiar in our relationship with Jesus. That we may take Jesus for granted today. That we become overly familiar. And the sheen has worn off in our relationship. Have we become a tad bit too comfortable in thinking about and living with Jesus? You see, like the disciples, I say that because it would seem to me that with all these self-proclaimed Christians in Fort Lauderdale in South Florida, you would think that we would be seeing a bigger impact on our community. If people really took Jesus seriously, wouldn't we? they understood his identity, things would be totally different. Maybe Christians today need to stop. Maybe we need to close our eyes and revision and restore who this Joshua truly is in the eyes of God. Perhaps like Bartimaeus, we need to become blind in order to really see again. Perhaps we need to become blind to the notion that we have and consume an awful lot of stuff and food. And we have to remind ourselves it's not because of what we have done. It is solely because it's a gift of God. 
Perhaps we need to become blind to our own sense of self-righteousness and learn humility and the downward way. Perhaps we need to become blind in order to unwrap the flag from around Jesus and let Jesus' sense of ethics and justice become the norm as opposed to what will benefit me. Perhaps we need to become blind in order that we can see our need to go analog and unplug and sit down with our spouses, our children, our friends, and have real conversations with them and talk about Jesus, who Jesus is. I love Bartimaeus. He got it. He broke the code. And when he heard Jesus' voice, he bolted and cried out, Son of David, have mercy on me. Bartimaeus is the only one in Mark's gospel who calls Jesus son of David. It's a royal title. It's the title of the predicted coming Messiah that was used by the great Old Testament prophets. He is the only one that calls Jesus that. He saw, even though he was blind, Jesus' true identity. He knew Jesus' identity while his disciples were arguing about who would be the greatest, who would get the best seat. When Bartimaeus called out to Jesus, those around him tried to shut him up and rebuke him. Bartimaeus called even louder to make sure Jesus could hear his profession of faith. And his profession of faith, you remember, is simply saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. Now the quiet punchline in our story this morning is that when Jesus calls Bartimaeus forward, Mark makes sure that we notice something. That throwing off his cloak, he sprang and came to Jesus. Throwing off his cloak. Remember earlier when I mentioned that Bartimaeus was looked upon as we look upon the broken and lost ones in our city, in streets, surviving on the benefit of or the grace of other people? You see, the punchline is, is that Bartimaeus' cloak was likely the only thing he owned. That was probably all he had. His cloak. To protect him from the elements, to provide him warmth, to be able to stuff bread or maybe a few shekels in a pocket. That's all he had. And what did he do when he heard Jesus' call? He shed his robe, threw it down, and went to Jesus. He left everything behind and went straight into the mercy of God. He threw everything behind to follow Jesus. Wow. 
And here we are today just simply asking folks to fill out an estimate of giving card. Beloved, what are you and I willing to let go of in order to follow Jesus? Pray with me. Spirit of God, blow upon us. Lord, help us to regain our sight into the identity that you are. The Christ of God who suffered, ridiculed, beaten, died, and rose again that we might have life, your church. Holy Spirit, come. Help us as a church, help us as people, individuals, to reclaim your identity and then live into it. We ask this in his precious name. And all of God's people said, Amen. Let's sing our closing hymn.